welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin. I'm a transformation and human design guide who is passionate about guiding women to be the most authentic versions of themselves. This podcast is all about self-discovery, self-empowerment, wellness, healing, parenting, mental health, spirituality, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This podcast and this space is all about helping you along on your own self-project journey. So welcome. Let's sit back and we'll dive right in today. Welcome back to the show, and I am so excited to have on with us today, Megan Jones, and Megan is a certified holistic health coach and certified personal trainer, and prior to that, she played professionally in full-time orchestra, which sounds amazing. Hopefully, we'll get to dive into hearing more about that, but she helps uh, her clients look at the relationship between their lifestyle choices and food choices. And she works with them to discover and transform their internal mental and emotional limiting beliefs, discomforts, and any areas that they seek to feel more grace, ease, and peace. And I absolutely love that because, um, well, for so many reasons, we'll dive into it soon, but, um, I just want to thank you, Megan, for coming on today, for giving your time to be here to share with us. And if you didn't mind, I'm going to turn it over to you and see if you will share more about yourself with us and just share more of your story that kind of led you to where you are today and to want to work with people to help them do this. I'm so grateful to be here, Christy. It's fun. And I love the title of your podcast because the self-project is basically what all of our lives are, right? <laughs> That's kind of the title of all of our personal books is the self-project. I just thought that was the the best title anyone's picked for a po- uh, podcast. Um, I, can you say a little bit about my story and how I got here, just like anyone's story, it's just so windy, right? So windy and and, but I am where I am and it's resonating more with my authenticity than I've done anything in my life. Like I was born into a super classical music family. So you asked about the orchestra stuff. I was basically groomed, you know, if that makes sense from, you know, toddler dumb, literally. And so then I went to undergrad and grad school and did all the things and started to win jobs and played the music festivals and the orchestral world is amazing it's awesome it's also huge but it's teeny do you know what I mean like it's a small community we know everybody on the planet you know it's in and that's also beautiful and that's also challenging right and so that's that and I love it and I grew up in it I don't know anything different I kind of played the violin at the same time as I brushed my teeth there was no do you know what I mean there was no separation like my parents are musicians, my brother's a musician. So people are like, oh, you found a calling. And it's not even that I found a calling. It's just, there was nothing separate, if that makes sense. So as I, oops, as I, um, also just so you know, there's house uh, renovation going on next door. So it's um, some helpful uh, percussive stuff behind me, but sorry. But as I like just sort of came into myself and who I am and what I love, I just love exercise and I love 
food and I love um, how food can fuel you. And I went through all of those like weird fad diets that everybody went through. And I used exercise to torture myself. And now I use it to benefit myself and make me feel good and better. And went through all the processes and I got certified as a personal trainer, probably, I don't know, like 15 years ago, cause I wanted to. And I loved it. And I started to train a handful of people because you can only do so much with a you know full-time orchestra job. And I was always thinking, gosh, I'd love to live a parallel life if I could just live two lives at once. And then I kept saying to myself, oh, I really want to certify in nutrition, right? Over and over again. And eventually I was finally researching nutrition schools and I happened across IIN, which I'm sure you've heard of the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And the reason I chose it was because the schedule worked very well with the orchestra schedule. <laughs> I could go to school and do that and whatever. And in IIN, I actually learned what a health, co health coach was. And I remember immediately like hearing the definition and I was like, oh my God, that's me. Like I've always been a health coach. People have always come to me for like exercise things and eating things or helping them to lose weight, even though I was just a violinist with them in the orchestra. And so I then, I mean, lockdown happened for everybody and lockdown definitely happened on the performing arts, hard. And so the orchestra, uh, has its truncated virus season, whatever, but I have been able to really focus on building my health coaching business and it's awesome. And I'm still working and I'm just, I'm enjoying it. So from there to here is that, and there's a little piece in the middle where uh, when stuff was kind of exploding for me and I thought it was around you know, music and life and everything. It was around when I turned 30. It was the week I turned 30. Um, stuff changed and I got on a different path and needless to say, fast forwarding a lot. I have been mentoring every other week with a shaman for a really long time. Um, I'll just say I'm 48. I started to like read and study. I went to therapy, worked with other coaches, performance coaches, because I thought it was violin related. And about 11 years ago, I started to mentor with this uh, woman named Kristen. And that has shifted a lot of my, it has shifted everything. <laughs> and it also shapes a lot of how I can read and hear and guide my clients. So it weighs in a lot in my health coaching. That was a lot of words, but that's a bit about me. <laughs> I love that. Um, it's just so incredible to um, hear other people's journeys. What I love is I've heard so many stories of, you know, people were, um, you know, doing one thing and then COVID hit and then it was like a time for them to reevaluate um, you know, what they were going to do or what changes they were going to make or how they were going to pivot. So I just think that it's so cool to hear these stories of people who were like, okay, here's, you know, you had two ways of looking at it. You know, you took it as an, here's this opportunity for me to take my business and pivot and run and, and see, and like, just make things happen. <laughs> Yes. So um, I just think that's so exciting. And I love to hear those stories. So um, I really 
wanted to point out, you mentioned in there, uh, using exercise as um, a way to kind of torture yourself. And I felt like I really resonated with that because when I was a younger girl and I was in high school, um, that was something I did as well. I had an experience with uh, a high school boyfriend where he had made a comment about my weight. And so after that, I had taken on some unhealthy eating, you know, not eating and then uh, exercise behavior years all in an effort to punish myself. Um, and I think that we see that all too often. Um, and so I do want to touch on that more, but I noticed also that, you know, my journey, especially lately when I kind of dove back into exercise a few years ago was more coming from a place of wanting to take care of and show kind of respect and love to the body. So it was coming from a totally, um, kind of different perspective and a different mindset, because I would be one that told you before that, like, I hate exercise. I hate to work out. I, you know, hate to do all of that. And now it's one of the things that's um, an essential part of my self-care. Um, so I just, you know, I would kind of love to touch on that. Do you see a lot of that with the, your clients that you work with, that they have kind of that exercise, that that mentality around like exercise and kind of their bodies. So, so many, everybody, obviously, and this is why I love health coaching. Everybody is bio individual, right? Like you are very different than me, than your husband, than your best friends. Right. And what you need is different than what I need, what you needed six months ago. Right. So I feel that like individually, there's a lot of all or nothing with exercise with people in their own variations. There's a lot of, I mean, I, I even posted a couple days ago on my Instagram account, uh, exercise as a celebration of what your body can do, not as punishment for something you ate. Because one of my friends had shared that quote a few days ago. And I was like, me? Like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, it was absolutely punishment for what I ate, you know? And then there are other people who say, if I'm in a groove, you know, if I'm doing it for three weeks, I'm fine, but it's getting there. And after the work day or when I'm with my family. So I think everybody's story is a hundred percent slightly different, but there's often the all or nothing, you know? Mm, I like that you bring that up because I feel like we can take that approach to a lot of things in life. <laughs> I could, um, yep, self care. Yep. I was going to touch on that anytime I've wanted to make some dietary changes or anytime that I've kind of wanted to, um, you know, come back to a more, uh, centered approach or, you know, things like that. Anytime you want to get kind of back on track, I always had used to make all these drastic changes. I'm going to start eating all the vegetables and just start drinking water and this and that. And it was just like, you know, by the end of the week, I'm just like, oh, I just want one carb, you know, like, I just want a candy bar. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. down in the Nutella. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's yeah. just, I mean, obviously learning more, um, you know, about nutrition and breaking like the diet cycle and all of that, which hopefully we'll get to touch more on um, how you work with that. But I also, um, oh my gosh, I totally blanked out. Where was I going with that? All or nothing. Oh, all or nothing. There we go. Thank you. 
So yeah, um, I found if I can take an approach where I integrate something like, you know what, I'm going to focus on just getting all my water in. I'm going to focus on just making sure that I hit that, you know, that water goal that I set for myself today and, you know, just get that going and make that a part of who I am. And then I could tackle something else. And I found that that's just such, um, it's just a much more effective way for me to do it because it integrates. It is much more effective. And you can even, if people need, because like that completely makes a lot of sense. Like, let's just, you know, I've got all these tasks I want to do. And when I do them all at once, I explode on Saturday and then that sucks. Right. So like, if you say I'm going to you know, work on all my water, tackle all my water. You can even go, go like even more gentle, right? Because there's a lot of people who don't ask themselves, like you would ask your boys, you would ask your friends, your husband, you'd say, okay, like if you're seeing they're not like doing great or they're like ready to like end this healthy streak, you can say, okay, what do you need? I'm sure you as a mom say that all day long, right? What do you need? What do you need? And if we say to ourselves, like if we're feeling frazzled or we're feeling all or nothing or curse this exercise water, I'm just going to drive through the fast food, right? Then you can just check, what do I need? You might literally just need one glass of water. You might literally need just to step outside for a second for like five minutes, take one deep breath, ask yourself again what you need and you just needed to go outside and you're okay. But it's just those things. And then you can say, okay, so then I'm going to have, I'm going to add one vegetable a day, one, add one. Cause I think I'm eating vegetables, but I'm going to add one a day. It doesn't even have to be that you want to focus on all the vegetables, even though you eventually do. But yeah, I think that like, scale it back like you would for your super squishy beloved toddler self right (laughs) and like what you would do for them is you would cut those apple pieces quite small you know and i think sometimes we need we forget because we want to like do like backflips off the diving board kind of you know i agree i agree and i think too that we um you know, we could get really, I, the word gung-ho kind of comes up for me. It's like we could get really just, um, you know, we talked a little bit about human design before we started that you're familiar with it. But, you know, depending on what's ever, whatever is going on, we can get really maybe influenced um, and excited by, you know, starting something new and we have all that energy for it. And then, you know, after um a couple of weeks, it's kind of like that energy and that influence wears off. And it's like, where are you at at that point? Have you tried to, again, implement all of these different things? And now you're just left like, oh my God, I couldn't get in all my water. Like I forgot to meal prep. Like I, and then it's just all these things. Like I found that that's what I'd get to like, oh my God, I didn't have time to meal prep and do this and do that. So it was just like when I could make one thing and make it figure out kind of like how to fit that in my daily life one thing at a time yeah, yeah. like that's that's the whole thing that I actually really love to help with my clients is like making their lifestyle changes sustainable because it's not like the you know oh, I'll go back on that diet once a year or I'll start exercising again once a year and then fall off my horse or whatever making those lifestyle uh changes sustainable and and like you said like you okay you t- 
didn't get your meal prep in and you didn't get your water in and whatever. But if you did, if you like took a walk 10 minutes away from your door and 10 minutes back to your door, that's a hundred percent more than you would have otherwise with hundred percent more than zero, you know? And it's super important that we all, every single one of us, no matter where we are on our, like trying to on our self project journey, uh, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't matter where we are, right? Like one little thing is a hundred percent more and we just have to keep, I have to, we all have to keep reminding ourselves that mattered. I love that. This, rem- this reminds me of the compound, of, you know, effect. Cause like we were saying, it's not an all or nothing approach. It's, it's one little thing every day. Like, um, I moved my office, uh, upstairs for my downstairs bedrooms and I have to climb the stairs a million times a day. And at first I was, yeah, at first I was like, I, I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, I don't want to move upstairs. I'm gonna have to go up and down those stairs all day long, you know, to, to go back and forth and to the kitchen and do like help the kids and back and forth. And I'm like, you know what? That's probably so good for you. Like decreased activity levels within COVID because we've been home. So I've noticed that, that, you know, my activity levels haven't been as up. Um, And, you know, I, I love that you also mentioned, I feel like I'm going off topic now that you mentioned, what do you need? Because I find myself asking myself that a lot lately. I also found myself in pantry a lot, you know, with a bag of chips. And before I knew it, I'm like, why am I in here eating these? Like, you know, it's one of those things. And so it, it was one of those moments where I started to check in with myself. I'm like, you were going for the pantry. Like, what do you need? Because you don't need chips right now. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Do you need to turn around and go to the closet and just like close the door for a minute and take a break? Do you need to step outside? That's always a really great one for me. It's like, I just need to step outside and take a short little walk or take a breath. Like what, what do you need? Do you need to go? Um, Sometimes I'll put on a song and tell the kids like quick dance party, you know, do you need to laugh? Like, so I think that that's just such a powerful question that you could use to stop yourself. What do you need? Like, huge question. I love that you were saying you find yourself in the pantry with chips and you're like, I don't what I'm doing. Like, that's literally an example that I use because a few of my clients have said that, like, you know, her husband will leave the Doritos or whatever, a chip on the, on the counter and she walks by and then she realizes she's like had three uh, handfuls in her face. And she's like, I don't even like Doritos. And I, I said to her, I'm like, okay, so that's the moment where there's probably three phases. Like the first moment would be you get mindful, super mindful. I love, love, love to practice and teach practical mindfulness, basically like bringing intuition and mindfulness to like everyday things, life, eating, health, work, family, right? Just bringing awareness and you can even narrate. So when you walk in there, you say, oh, look, there are the chips. Just literally define that there are chips on the table because sometimes you walk by, she would walk by and just grab them and didn't even notice they were there, let alone in her hand, let alone in her mouth. And just say, oh, look, there's the chips. And then you have three choices, right? You can throw them away because there's a good chance they weren't made for human consumption. What? (laughs) You can put them away because they don't belong on the table. And then you can ask yourself, okay, So am I hungry? Because if you're hungry, you might actually need something substantial. You might need like your leftover lunch. You might need an apple because you want fruit sugar. Maybe you're not hungry and you just need to get your butt out of the kitchen, right? So I just take a few stages and then go do what you said, like 
go stand outside or stand in the closet for a minute so you can be alone or you know it's 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 interesting but i find that sort of like that sort of narration like oh look there are the chips <laughs> can be that spark of mindfulness then you can say what do i actually need mm. you know being mindful in the moment that they're sitting on the table I really love that. And I really love that you brought that up because I think that that's just such a powerful question you can ask yourself, like just that quick, like tuning in, like, just wait a minute, what do I really need right now? Because it's probably not the chips, like 90, 99.9% sure it is not the chips. I'll give you a point one, but, <laughs> but, um, so, you know, uh, I feel like you've given us so many great tips already. Um, what I would love is to kind of circle back around. You talked about giving us, uh, kind of making this sustainable, that you really like kind of walking your clients through actually making these changes sustainable. So I feel like, um, you know, we've already talked about a few of those, but what are some of the other things that you uh, kind of guide your clients through? Well, it's it's interesting because, again, every Buddy, everybody is different, right? And so I like to work with clients mainly one on one, but right now I have a very fun little group that I'm running and I see them benefiting from the, that. So there's a lot of the accountability outside of just with me that goes along in the group that's fun. And it's sort of really what works for them. Like, some people really need me to help them and they want to be organized with meal prep and that's the way they're going to do it. But a lot of people, like you said, will be like, I didn't get in the water. I didn't get in the meal prep. I didn't get in the steps, right? And a sustainable way for me is I will fold meal prep into everything, anything, you know? So I'm making my tea and the lentils might in the morning be five in the morning seven in the morning doesn't matter and I'll boil some lentils for 20 minutes the alarm goes off I shut that off I continue my breakfast I don't have to spend time meal prepping so it really works I like to make it sustainable for each individual with their life if they're juggling five children or if they're juggling some huge corporate job right? I mean, meal prepping when you're in a huge corporate job is also a challenge so you might make yourself little Christie bags <laughs> where you know that like this will be a very energy sustaining snack after you've had your super easy grab out the door breakfast where you won't crash and dip and get angry in your product you know it's so it's really finding how you individually like it how it feels easier how it brings relief that becomes sustainable because if it has to, if it's a should, you know, that thing like don't should all over yourself. If it becomes a should, you've already failed, right? You're already, it's like an obligation you failed on. So it needs to be a relief and easier and something that if you fall off that horse, it's okay. Just shift when you get home. I love that. I love that you say you, <laughs> you shouldn't should all over yourself. Um, because 
I, I all find myself saying that like, I should go do that. And then I'll think right after that, then get up and go do it. Like if you think you should, yeah, either get up and go do it or, you know, stop complaining about it. Um, so I like to, I like to humor myself like that when I'm like, oh, I should go like clean the house right now. I'm like, either get up and go do it. And you know, you're not. So stop worrying about it. <laughs> I want to, yeah. or I will. <laughs> Or I get to, I mean, the way we phrase things, also the way we phrase food, like our our words around language around food, because a lot of people will come to me and talk about cheat, cheat days and cheat weeks and, you know, this and that. And I actually, I feel the same way about cheat days as I do about the word should. You know, I think that it's just, that's why, why? If you're going to eat 80% real whole natural foods because your body is a race car and that's what she deserves <laughs> she deserves the food like your car wasn't built for diesel why are you going to give it diesel right so give your body what she deserves and then 20 percent of the time if you decide that you want an indulgence mindfully choose exactly what you want and really love it and eat it and have a great time because cheat days feel like you're just gonna like eat an entire pizza pie and then again, face down in the Nutella and then you feel like monkey butt, you know? Like there's no, you know, eating like a garbage can doesn't serve us mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. It doesn't do, you know, and it, and it doesn't actually make you feel great in the minute, minute in a moment either. So I feel like our language around lifestyle choices, eating the water, doing the motion, doing the meal prep, uh, cleaning the house and our language around food and exercise. If we just basically tell ourselves generally it's okay. And you pull back down into your feet and into your body and into your hips. And you can ask again, what do I need? You could say, I actually might need an indulgence. And an indulgence could be like going to buy a new nail polish color. I don't know. It can be food, but it doesn't have to be. You know, your indulgence could be buying that $2.99 bottle of Italian sparkling water at Whole Foods and walking outside. I, you know, it, indulgences can be decadent and they also can be, I mean, I know a lot of people that splurge on shoes, you know? So I feel like our bodies don't have to always be the brunt of it, <laughs> you know? And they are often. I agree with you. I, I love this because um, what popped into my head is talking, I'm going to nerd out on a little bit of human design, something that I've been experimenting with recently. Um, I saw somebody else that I follow mention this. So both of us, because we're manifesting generators. So if anybody listening, if you are a manifesting generator or a generator, we all have uh, the sacral center defined. And so the sacral center is where we access just kind of that like life force energy, just that pure kind of sustainable power that you know has us kind of going and so all the other um non-sacral beings kind of sample from us and are able to um you know kind of it's the word siphon comes up like siphon that energy off of us but the whole point of coming back to that is um so somebody that i'm following on instagram she had mentioned something about like digestion and eating and she had said that like she went to eat something for breakfast that morning and she had like really been looking forward to it you know like the previous days and that morning she was just kind of like mm, 
I'm not really feeling it, but I've been looking forward to this like meal. So I'm going to go ahead and eat it. And she goes, and I felt like crap since then. So she goes, it was an interesting experiment with her sacral response of like, yeah, she's been excited about it. But then that morning, right before she got ready to eat it, her body was like, meh. And she ignored that that response. So I thought, what a cool thing. And so I started kind of playing around with that too, that, you know, when I would walk into the pantry and I'm looking at my food choices, I'm I'm like, what do I really want? And it's like kind of looking between them and seeing which one elicits more of that response of like, yes, that's what my body wants. And, you know, most of the time it's going for that naturally uh, healthy and nutritious stuff. Every once in a while, it's going for the chocolate. And I think that that's okay too, though, if, if that's, especially during like, it's that time of the month right now. And so my body's like chocolate. (laughs) So, but I think that that's okay because it's, it's um, like you said, I don't like um, cheat days used to be a word in my vocabulary too, or treat day. Um, And like you said, I think that it's important that we like treat ourselves, but I think that it just needs to be a regular part of like our, our routine, not necessarily a treat. And for me, it's a little bit daily because I love sweet things. Yeah. So sometimes I, I will have a sweet. Now it could be a date. It also could be a piece of chocolate, you know, evolved chocolate is delicious. I wish it's not even a sponsorship that's just saying I love it. But if you've <laughs> ever had, if you love vegan, if you're vegan and you love chocolate, evolved chocolate is totally worth it. Um, but when you were saying um, uh, that you go to the pantry and you check, that's exactly, exactly, exactly what I try to bring my clients to do, like reconnect with your intuition because we all have intuition, particularly females. Men are intuitive too. They're just not as connected as we are often. Um, Super intuitive males are very powerful, mad respect. (laughs) I feel though, cause you know, like if you say with your family or with your friends, like everybody's planning on having Mexican or you're gonna have Mexican, you're gonna have Mexican. And then you can say, you know what? I just Mexican and you don't know why you just don't want that and it could just be that feeling in your body or the picture in your mind or the smell in your nose or whatever it is and you could be like I don't know what I want but it's just not Mexican or you could be like I would much rather have this or that it can be literally the same way in front of your pantry and your fridge every single day and with your supplements p.s but that's a little another multi-layer because your body will tell you you know, cause there's supplements, right? There's to supplement your food, but like you can check in with yourself in front of the fridge and the pantry and you can say, okay. And you can check with your eyes and you can check with your, but let's take it easier and go to a drawer. Right. And you think you're going to wear that green shirt. You're going to wear that green shirt. You've been thinking all morning, you're going to wear that green shirt and you go to the drawer to the green, the green shirt, and you look and you see the purple, you go to grab the green and the purple sticks out. You grab the, just grab the purple, just wear the purple. Because it's sticking out. Even though you planned on wearing the green, all you see is the purple, right? Is there a reason you need to wear the purple? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe there's an interview and that person's favorite color is purple or maybe that you, who doesn't even matter why. But like, just go with that and your food hits will come, right? And the other things, because that's your intuition you're tapping into. It is your sacral. It is your everything. But that's also your, whoops, your natural connectivity to you, your higher self, the unseen, right? I feel like it totally applies to food. 100% applies to food. I absolutely love that. And I feel like you can apply it to exercise as well too, right? Because there's some mornings where I'm just like, I want to lift a weight. And then there's some mornings I'm like cardio. And some mornings I'm like, I don't want to do anything, but maybe stretch and do a little yoga or 
And that's your body speaking. And you listen to her. Yes. And then the next time you decide to go hit it hard, you'll be like, wow, I'm on top of the world. Right? Yes. Yes. So it's, it's really become powerful to, um, you know, before I was operating from such a mind place of like, okay, we have these things to get done. We got these places to go. Like, come on, body, let's like, let's go. And now, yeah, I, I feel too where COVID has been really impactful for me is, is putting kind of the body more in the back in the driver's seat of like, okay, body. Now it's like le- leading with the body, like, okay, body. Like, you know, I woke up this morning and I'm like, I don't feel like doing like a lot of work today. I'm like, I have my podcast interviews. I mean, you could apply this to everything. So like I have my podcast interviews. I'm like, maybe I'll do a little content, but I don't really feel like working. So I'm not going to, I feel like doing a little extra self-care today. So it's just an incredible way of uh, just the shift for me has just, it shifts everything. It feels like because it shifts everything yeah. and that becomes sustainable. Yeah. That you make sustainable. Life yes. Listening to exactly what you or learning to listen yes. to what you need. Yes. And it's a process. It's a journey and you're, you know, going to sometimes misinterpret the signals, you know, it's all, it's all part of it, all part of the learning curve. <laughs> So this has been incredible. I, I would really love to know. So we know that you work one-on-one and that you have um, a program, but if somebody is listening and they want to come and work with you, um, how would they be able to get started with you? Like what, what things do you offer? Um, well, I am on the social media so people could find me on there. I can, you can tell me when to share that. Um, I love to work one-on-one. I'm having little groups. I'm creating a little course. So that will come out. If people don't feel ready for a full one-on-one health coaching program, uh, which is generally 12 calls, you know, over 12 weeks, just to create the sustainable lifestyle change. I do offer like single calls, could talk about just food could just be an intuitive call where we just try to like tap into yourself. So there's ways to get to, to like feel what I do or something that you could just take a little nugget and just work with that for as long as you would want. But mainly people find me through Instagram, Facebook, and I can give you my email as well. If people just literally want to write me an email, that's just fine. I love that. Well, yeah, let us know where we can find you on social media if they want to come find you. Um, Instagram, my handle is at wellness underscore on underscore purpose. Um, and then my Facebook group, I mean, you can also find me Facebook is wellness on purpose also, but my Facebook group is called eating healthy and finding balance. Um, and you can message me anywhere. I always get back to people. If you, if you hear me on Christie's podcast, and you want to send me a direct message, let me know you heard me here with her. I'll totally be happy to send you a link to a little free guide I made of just 10 little things that I do every day, but that you could maybe take one to make you feel physically balanced, um, physically better, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically better every day. Uh, just little 10 little things, whether you do them all or try one, but I'd be super happy to send anybody that guide for free if they wanted to just say they heard us. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that generous offer. 
Um, and I always love things like that too. I love that you say like, you could try, these are the things that I do. You could try it if you want that you don't have to, because I feel like that's how I've, um, you know, when I first started kind of diving into my own kind of self-care and, um, kind of my taking myself project dirty. Um, it was, it was learning what other people did. So like learning, like what your tips were and taking the pieces of like what I liked, what worked for me, what I could incorporate. Um, and, and then integrating that into my own routine. So I feel like never has, um, you know, never have I necessarily taken one whole person's like routine, but I feel like everybody that I learned from or that I talked to or that I mentor with, I feel like I take away such an important piece that, um, that I'm able to integrate into something for myself. So it's like this, um, almost like this quilt of, you know, patchwork is yeah, what I'm seeing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh my gosh. That's a beautiful way. Just this, this patchwork of, um, like, this is what's worked for me. Like, try it out. So I'm exactly I love that. The same love that. And then in your mind, you're sort of like, oh, I remember when he said this or when she said this, like, you kind of know where you heard that, but it all becomes you like for a while I was like, oh, but you know, he created this or she created this, you know, that's fine. But then it becomes like this one unique quilt or patchwork or whatever. Yes. Oh, I love that you bring that up because that kept me a long time too from, from creating or sharing anything. I'm like, ah, oh, everybody else already talks about it. I'm just saying the same thing. I don't want to say what somebody else is already saying or copy them or this or that, but I've come to learn that like, we're all saying the same thing you know, in a way, but we all have a unique way of saying it. We're all connecting with somebody different. We're all incorporating, like, like we're all saying the same thing, but in a different way, but we're not, <laughs> we are, but we're not. And that's what I found. Even when I was starting to read all the books and try like one, pull myself out of that hole when I was 30, I was reading like all these sacred things and all of these self-help, like new agey things. And I was like, they're all saying the same thing. Like whether it's like, Baha'u'llah, Moses, Jesus, you know, Buddha. And then you listen to like Louise Hay or Wayne Dyer. They're all saying the same thing. Yep. It's like, oh. yep. I know it, it's really fascinating. I, I feel like that on my journey too. I'm just like, wow. Um, what, what more is there to learn? There's so much. It's so such a fascinating journey, but I just want to thank you as we kind of close up. Um, do you kind of have a final message that you want to leave our, our listeners with some kind of final words for them? You know, I, the way I try to live, which has been helping me is I really, really believe deeply that every moment of every day, we can live more and more on purpose like what's the purpose of this moment, right? Like I'm speaking with Christy. What's the purpose of this moment? I'm feeling my feet on the floor. Like, I don't think there's much more literally to life than like trying to be in every moment more on purpose. So that's what I guess I would love to share. Oh, I love that so much. And I, I resonate with that because I feel like uh, every day I'm realizing that more and more. How can I um, 
just live in today and make, be connected and be present today. That's like my goal that I wake up with every day. How can I be present? How can I be connected? And how can I just live in today? Megan, I just have to thank you giving your time today. I feel like this uh, conversation has just been incredible. And I feel like we could probably go on and on and talk about (laughs) so many things. Yeah, I think we could go on and on. And I want to learn all of the human design from you. So thank you so much for having me on. And thank you to your listeners because this the self project is, I think that's what the world's about. So I really appreciate your podcast. Awesome. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining me today for the self project podcast. Come and connect with me over on Instagram at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what your takeaways were and what you want to hear more of. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of these awesome episodes. Leave a review if you love the show and I will see you next time.